0: so everybody right now please welcome welcome to the sports fantasies podcast where we break down rankings projections well hello there welcome to the show everyone do you love fantasy sports and going off the beaten path well then this is a show for you oh yeah
1: Sports Fantasy with, with, with Miller and McCarty. 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 Hello, welcome back. Episode
0: 67, Sports Fantasy with Miller and McCarty. Late or on a Saturday night or early on a Sunday morning here on the East Coast. We're going to jump in with our Abrupt.
1: football. Abrupt. Abrupt stop, sorry.
0: Our football right. special. We're going to do the pickle. <laughs> Ooh, uh, some special. headlines, NFL awards, odds are, going to our AFC, NFC previews, our playoff and Super Bowl predictions, uh, a little off the beaten path. I don't know if we're doing trades, trades, and more trades It's on here, but I don't know if we're doing that.
1: Oh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to be out of here by 2 a.m. my time, so it gives us about 77 <laughs> minutes.
1: Yeah, we, have, um, we, we can do it.
0: M- McCarty's coming in late. Uh, couple of weather delays, I believe, down there in
1: Nashville. Yeah, hot off a Nashville SC soccer game. They just won their third in a row, bumping up in the standings, looking good. Went over Austin FC. A couple of weather delays, but here we are.
0: Yeah, um, excited to be here. Uh, Oddly enough, I was excited because LTG said he was going to be able to join the show tonight, but he'd be late. So here we are starting an hour and 15 minutes late and LTG has not been heard from in about three hours. So <laughs> Happy birthday, LTG. Actually, yeah, well, it's not his birthday anymore here, so boo LTG. Um, all right, let's jump into some headlines. You got headlines over there, guy? I did three NFL look, headlines. I have no idea what you did.
1: Look, you said you want to keep this in 77 minutes, so I have no headlines. That's a good start. You go.
0: I'm not even surprised. All right, so uh first headline I had here, Jimmy Garoppolo staying in San Francisco. I was a little surprised by this. I don't think it was shocking. At first, I wrote shocking here, but I don't think it was shocking. Uh, He's getting paid about $6.5 million to be the backup, and I believe he probably ends up playing at some point this season, whether it's injury or just because Trey isn't ready. But how did you feel about Jimmy G taking the reduction and staying in Sanford?
1: I think it's a good move for the Niners because – Look, you're not gonna get if you're not gonna get a trade partner, then why not get a guy that's proven that he can at least be a little bit above average. They have a good team. It also tells me they're not completely sold on Trey Lance or they would not sign him to be mm-hmm. the highest paid backup in the NFL. Uh, so you know, if you're a Trey Lance fantasy uh, owner, you're a little bit worried about the signing, I believe. Uh, you know, Lance is going to get every shot. He, he's going to start. Uh, but this just all, – all it really says to me is the Niners weren't willing to go all in on Lance just yet. And so they wanted to make sure they did have a good backup plan in case Lance falters early.
0: No, I would agree with that. Uh, I heard something interesting about Cleveland being the one team that actually did become a little interested in Garoppolo. And the only reason I found that interesting is because, of course – uh, Garoppolo and presumed starter in Cleveland while Watson is out, uh, is it Bursette? Yeah. Um, they, of course, have covered a suspension in the past when Mr. Tom Brady was suspended in New England and the combination went 3-1. One, that one loss being the Buffalo. Uh, but they did well in the other three games. So, alright, I move on. Oh, my. Right, my second headline, uh, Russell Wilson gets paid. Uh, Got an extension worth up to $245 million. It's a pretty long extension, too. I believe it's four years on yeah. the, the back end of his deal. Um, he's not as young as he once was. Is this a good deal for the, the Broncos?
1: Well, first off, uh, we need to get you some WD-40 on your chair over there. A lot yes. of squeaking going on. But... I this I I saw that and I struggled with it. Yes and no. I mean look, if you're Russell Wilson can is certainly capable of still winning a Super Bowl, I believe. So in that sense, yeah. I mean, why not? But he's also 33, maybe 34 or at least going on 34 this season. Uh that is a lengthy deal uh for that age in the NFL. Uh but again, look, uh, it, it's hard to come by a franchise quarterback So if the Broncos feel like they can win a title in the next two, three, four years, then it it becomes worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they win a title, it becomes a moot point. Of course, it's worth it if you win a title. If they don't win a title, it doesn't mean it wasn't worth it. I guess it really depends on what they do over the next couple of years. So we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Uh, The last headline I had here actually uh, hits close to home down there in Tennessee. Uh, Top Titans pass rusher Landry tears ACL out for a year. Uh, I'm not sure if this news is bigger down there than it is up here. I did hear about this kind of in passing, and uh, it was one of the top headlines on the ESPN NFL page tonight. So I figured I'd bring it up since I know you are a Closet Titans fan. <laughs> he,
1: well, look, he's a beast. Uh, I mean, that's a big blow. That's a huge blow. The defense was already, you know, they're in a little above average defense. Uh, so losing that definitely hurts because they're not – It's that's a hard player to replace. And I feel like they're already already going to be struggling this year on the offensive side of it, uh, losing A.J. Brown. And I just don't have a lot of faith in Tannehill. So it, it, it's a big blow.
0: Do you think uh, Malik Willis gets to start any games this year?
1: No, not unless Tannehill gets injured. I feel like I mean we've seen Willis in the preseason. He shows flashes. He also has shown that he's not quite ready. Uh he's he's pretty raw. Uh so look the fans it, it depends. If the Titans come out and they start out one and three, one and four, and Tannehill doesn't look great, the fans are gonna be asking for him. Uh I just don't see Vrabel going with Willis unless it's, you know, they're completely done uh from the playoff chances or a Tannehill injury, to be honest.
0: I'll be quite honest. I could see it being Vrabel's downfall in Tennessee if they struggle this year because management may want to see that that young guy and what he can do as well. But I think Vrabel is going to believe in his guys and his system. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, he, he's,
0: he's a Belichick uh, cloth cut coach.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, if uh, – if Traylon Burks isn't performing, Vrabel has no problem sitting him I on mentioned. the bench. Yeah, he won't play. He, he has no problem not playing rookies, regardless of first-round draft stock or not.
0: hmm All right, let's get into the NFL awards. I'm assuming you did a little bit here. I don't know if uh, you did all of them because it's you. but
1: I did, um, I did. All
0: right, uh, what do you have for coach of the
1: year? Coach of the year, you know, I wanted to go, uh, our boy McDermott, but I, I, I went a little different because – I've seen three of the last five coaches of the year were first-year coaches, so I'm going Nathaniel Hackett, Broncos first-year coach. Uh, as you'll see later, I like I like the Broncos' uh, chances this year. So give me give me Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, I, I don't I don't hate the Broncos' chances. You'll see that later on in the show, uh, but it's McDermott. They're going 15 and two, maybe
0: 16 <laughs> and one. Uh, we'll talk about that in a the, few minutes. The, the but, problem is
1: you either have to have the best record or be a first-year coach that turns the team around. That's essentially it.
0: Uh, I, I believe the Bills will have the best record this year, but we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. All right, <laughs> defensive player of the year, where
1: would you go? Here? Or rookie defensive player of the year. Rookie, it may be chalk, uh, but he should have been the number one pick, and he wasn't Aiden Hutchison will be the rookie defensive player of the year.
0: I figured you'd go chalk with both of these. I did not. I actually w- went against the green. I think Aiden Hutchinson has a chance to win the defense rookie right of the year, but I went with the guy who I think can make, uh, just as much of an impact as, as Aiden, maybe more so just because of position. And that's Kayvon Thibodeau yeah. from, from the New York Giants. He's a linebacker. I think he could be a tackling machine. He's probably going to be on the field quite a bit. Uh, the New Jersey Giants aren't going to be great offensively. So I went with Thibodeau and, um, I would probably put Hutchinson in, in the number two spot there. Okay. What What about Offensive Player of the Year for the rookie side?
1: Offensive, I I didn't go chalk. Uh, he was about 10th on the Vegas odds, but he's my boy, my running back. Brees Hall, Iowa State. Give me him for Rookie Offensive Player of the Year.
0: I was very torn here. I actually went with a tie. Um, one of them have been my boy the whole offseason and that is my boy Sky from Kansas City. I think he's gonna make an impact on that offense. I think Patrick Mahomes will really kinda of play him up. But in a little bit of a surprise, I also want the New Jersey Jet here, but not Hall. I went Garrett Wilson. Okay. Um I didn't like the way Hall looked in the preseason.
1: Hasn't been uh, great.
0: Uh, I'm not saying that the preseason matters a whole lot, but the carter Jets
1: They're talking about Carter being the one still right yeah,
0: now. Yeah, uh, Carter's listed as a starter. I don't think the Jets are going to be very good. I think they're going to be playing from behind a lot, which could hurt Hall's opportunities, especially if he's not the one. And I think that opens the door for Garrett Wilson to be on the field a lot, see a lot of passes thrown his way, uh, maybe even in garbage time. But I like it going to either Sky or Garrett Wilson.
1: Uh, Thibodeau is out what the first month of the season, I think you, so. Yeah, you still think in 12 games or 13 games he's gonna do a night? I, I do, yeah. Uh, I
0: believe all there's right. a chance.
1: All right, okay, okay, all right. All right. Hey,
0: listen, I I, I don't okay. I, I would put my name all on right. the show because I go shock, it's just <laughs> not something I do. Uh, it, there actually was a, another guy considered here. His name is Suckmere, and no, I actually drafted him in our in our draft. Uh, a kid from Jacksonville. He's a linebacker as well. Um, yeah, so we'd lo- we'd love to tell you his name. No way I'm coming up with it. All right, let's move on. Defensive Player of the Year.
1: Look, you and I were all over this guy as a rookie Defensive Player of the oh, Year last I, I think year. We went
0: to the, I think we went to the
1: same and, spot, and we were both right because that's how good we are. It's Mika, Micah, whatever you want to say. Mr. Parsons out of Dallas. All right, I
0: have nothing else to say.
1: This guy is an animal. Year two, he's going to back up his rookie defensive player of the year with an actual defensive player of the year.
0: All I said here was, kids have said, I expect him to grow and develop even more. Uh, Not a fan of the Cowboys. Big fan of Parsons. Uh, Offensive player of the year, what do you go here?
1: I'm going with our number one dynasty player again. It's... Chalk, but I don't know how to go anybody else. It's it's Jonathan Taylor.
0: Interesting. I actually went somewhere else here. I uh, considered Taylor; he was my second choice. I went with a guy who I believe will win an MVP or two over time. That is Justin Herbert. Kid is good. I expect big things from him. Okay. Um, I you'll you'll see in my predictions. I I I have the Chargers fitting finishing very well. Um, at least during the regular season. So I like Herbert a lot, Herbert a lot. I don't think he's going to quite get to the MVP level that some people are picking this year, but I, I do expect Herbert to be in that conversation, and I believe he is going to of win the offensive player of the year.
1: Quarterbacks just rarely win the offensive. You know, they they're, they're usually the MVP and, and not the offensive player of the year, so that's why I went, Taylor.
0: You are correct, but again – I
1: am the guy that thinks outside the box. You're the guy that stays in it most of the time, so here we go. Who's your MVP,
0: sir? I'm the guy that gets things right. My MVP, you know,
1: you share share a first name with him. It's Josh, last name Allen. Who else are you going with MVP? It's JA17, baby. Let's go.
0: It's funny because my MVP, J 17, I'm going for 50 touchdowns for the air, at least eight on the ground. Huge year for the Bills. Let's go.
1: 58 touchdowns. I like it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's Josh Allen. I don't know where else you'd go. Uh, I just told you they're going 16-1 or 15-2. And, <laughs> okay. so, and, and what's great about that is my first odds are is going to just make everybody go nuts. So I'm going to start here. I'll go three. We'll go three, three, two, two, one, one. Uh right. Number three odds are. Uh, I went all week. One games. Uh, the Rams plus two and a half. They haven't lost an opening game with McVay as their coach. They're five and zero. Oh. The Bills are three and two in opening games with McDermott. All three of their wins are against the New Jersey Jets. The Rams will be all fired up on opening night, coming off their Super Bowl win, raising the banner. And the Bills may not lose again after Week One, but I have the Rams covering the two and a half and potentially upsetting the Bills. Oh my,
1: yeah. I mean, he's going against the Bills yeah. in Week yeah. One. This is a shocking. I am. This is a shocking. I just told you
0: though they're going to go fifteen and two or sixteen and one. I believe <laughs> that one or one of their two losses will be against the Rams on, on opening night.
1: I don't even know how to recover at this point. You've just gone to Rams. Against the Bills. But all right, I'll keep it in the AFC East. And I'm going Dolphins minus three week one versus the Pats. Dolphins, I love are gonna, that. Dolphins are going to boat race the Pats. Give it to me, baby, and, minus three.
0: And I'll tell you why I love that in about three minutes. All right, my number two. The Jacksonville Jaguars plus three versus the Washington, Washington Commanders.
1: Okay, okay. Tell Do me you about trust it.
0: Carson Wentz?
1: Me either. No, of course so, not.
0: The Jags might not only cover, but I believe they're going to win this game straight up.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
0: Give me the Jags plus three against commanders. I will take that all day and twice on Sunday.
1: All right. My next one, uh, again, I went week one uh, as well. And, look, we talked about it months ago. I said, and I think you said, too, take the Broncos at minus five at Seattle. I mean, that's that's an easy win. Uh even with the update now with Seattle has not uh gotten the quarterback, uh the Broncos are still just minus six. Still love it. Take that all day long.
0: Right, Interestingly enough, my number one is Broncos minus six versus Seahawks. You don't think Russ is ready for this one? Come on, man. Yeah. Broncos just- minus five, five, minus six. I like it either way. It's funny because the the sh- the one show we talked about about this game, there were three games that we both said we liked. I made the three game parlay, still sitting in my my, my pending bets, um, and I, I uh, still feel good about it. Although I, I somehow somehow we went Browns over Panthers. I don't know if we thought Washington <laughs> would be playing that game. Um, <laughs> But I did go back and listen to the tape. That is what we said. Oh, uh, boy. So, oh, no. Oh, no. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to change it. It's going to stay. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right. What's your number one,
1: sir? My number one, the Cardinals at home plus four and a half against okay. the Chiefs. Uh, I like this for Arizona. I'll tell you what. I even like it, Forget the points. Take the money line here. I think Arizona wins this game. But hey, if you want to. Hedge your bet, then take that plus four and a half.
0: All right. I, I don't hate it. That was a game I looked at, but I was a little conflicted. Let's go into the two that we don't like. Uh The first one I said I didn't like, the Bengals, minus six and a half versus Steelers. I like the Bengals a lot this year. Um, uh, But six and a half against a division opponent, especially one coached by Mike Tomlin, scares me a little bit. I don't love that. Sure.
1: Uh Plus Burroughs isn't gonna throw it all this preseason, so
0: yeah, um, a little rust. Yeah, I, I saw a stat too that they said that Burrow might be able to break Drew Brees' completion percentage record. Did you know that Burrow's average pass traveled only seven point two yards um, in the air last season?
1: He likes to keep it short. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's going too short with it.
0: <laughs> um, but it, it is. Uh, uh, it's, it's kind of a key to success. I mean, Brees had a lot of success in it, obviously won a couple of MVPs. He's won a super bowl or two. So uh, don't hate it. Uh, I, I like the Bengals a lot. I'll talk about them later when we get into the preview, but uh, I, I don't love them at minus six and a half versus Steelers.
1: All right. I went a Caesars boost on my first one. look, it, it's going to be tempting here It's plus 4,000 pickles on the payout So you're going to be tempted But don't do it uh, The Patriots and Commanders Win their divisions this year No uh, The Patriots are not going to beat out The Bills for the AFC East. So forget about what the Commanders do You're losing your money there On a plus 4,000
0: Yeah, that's, that's a terrible bet um I wouldn't bet your money on that. All right. Uh, My number one was one of the the bets that you loved. That's why I said it was interesting. The Dolphins, minus three versus the Pats. The -hmm. Dolphins could very well win this game, and they could very well cover this game, but I am not taking my pickles in week one of an NFL season with Tua Tugavaloa going (laughs) going against the Hoodie. I am not. The I, I, I am not making that decision with my pickles. That's so, fair. um, uh, and that's the only reason. And the Dolphins could very well cover this game. The pa- Patriots struggled down in Miami. It's going to be hot. Um, but, hot. But I, I am not betting or taking Tua over the hoodie in week one of an NFL season.
1: That's fair. That's fair. My number one is another Caesars boost. It's plus 1500 pickles and it's Fields, Lawrence, or Lance have the most regular season passing touchdowns. Absolutely not. Uh, Those three they may have decent seasons. They may even have the most rushing touchdowns, but they will not come close to having the most regular season passing touchdowns. Save your pickles. Spend it somewhere else.
0: Would you even put a dollar on a bet like that?
1: No. I I don't
0: think I would either, to be quite honest with you. All right, that ends the pickle. We're moving right along, folks. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. Miller McCarty, episode 67, The football preview show 2022 2023. Here we are. Uh, segment one the AFC NFC previews should fly right through these. Moving along. McCarty, we're starting with the AFC East.
1: Ooh, what my order, favorite.
0: What order did you put these teams?
1: What you want all four? Okay, here you go. Uh, number four. I've got future Hall of Famer Mac Jones and the Patriots. <laughs> no, I, you know I did this last year and it didn't work out for me, but I'm going to try it again. Number three, the Jets. 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 Number two, the Dolphins. Uh, look, they've got some weapons out there. They can. They can hang. And of course, number one, the Bills. That's no secret there. All right, so we're
0: close here. A little different. Number four, I got your Jets. Yes, New Jersey yes. Jets. Number three, I have the Patriots. I knocked them down. Uh, a lot of struggle coming out of the offense this offseason with a new offense coordinator course. Um they're they've changed over to a zone blocking scheme. Uh of course the Shanahans have made that very popular. Uh Mac let that slip during a press conference. So I have them finishing third. The Dolphins finishing two and your Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East. Nice. For the third year in a row. Yes. All right, yeah. AFC North. I'll go first here. Um, pains me to say this because they've been good for so long. Actually, I don't really care about. Them. the Pittsburgh Steelers finished in fourth in the North. Um, I got fourth the Cleveland and the Browns North. in third. I have the Baltimore Ravens in second, and I have the Joe Burrow led Cincinnati Bengals with his seven point two yards per attempt. Finishing first in the
1: AFC North. I don't need to say anything. We have the exact same lineup.
0: I'm not even surprised. This is why our names are on the show and people like LPG El- oh, no. don't show up.
1: I will say I, I think the Steelers are probably a game or two above the Browns by the time but then once Watson gets back week what twelve, uh that's where I put them jumping over the Steelers for that third third seed.
0: All right, real quick, I don't want to get too far off uh, off the path here, but uh, how funny is it that the NFL really wanted Watson suspended for 12 games um, and the judge said no, only gave him 11, and his first game back is at the Houston Texans. Love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Love it. All right, speaking of the Texans, moving on to the AFC South, what is your order here, sir?
1: This is a bad division. It
0: really is.
1: You know, I I know the Titans dominated last year. Uh, I just don't see it happening this year. Uh, so, anyway, uh, the Texans are the, the four. I've got the Jags at three. But, again, I, look, when you go to me, one, two, and three in this division, I wouldn't be surprised if any, if any of those teams won it. But, anyway, I've got the Jags at three. I've got the Titans at two. I've got the Colts winning the division as the one.
0: All right, so we got – I have the Texans at four. I have the Titans finishing third. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the Jags at two and the closer one. I agree with you, though. One through three could finish in any order, and I wouldn't be surprised. The only thing I'd be surprised about if somebody other than the Texans finishes fourth. Yeah. All right, the AFC West. I'll go first here, keeping with our alternating theme. I have the Raiders finishing fourth. The Kansas City Chiefs finishing third. The Denver Broncos finishing second, a game behind the Los Angeles Chargers, who have no fans who will show up to any of their games.
1: <laughs> this is a good division. It really I, is. I to,
0: Any one of these teams could win.
1: I've got the Chiefs at the three as well. Uh, so we're both down on the Chiefs this year. Uh, I contemplated putting the Raiders at three and having the Chiefs finish at last four. year. I did as well. Um, but, you know, it's the Chiefs, Mahomes. They'll probably went out over the Raiders, but then, and then we flip-flopped. I've got the Broncos, of course, at one and the Chargers at two.
0: Okay. Uh, I can't hate on that. I considered a lot of different scenarios here. I think at one point I had all four teams in every single spot, except for <laughs> I never put the Raiders at one.
1: No, you can't uh, do that.
0: I can see the Raiders finishing two, three, or four. Um uh, Quite honestly, the Chiefs, I think it's just going to depend on how quickly Mahomes can get in a rhythm with these new receivers. He looked pretty good in the preseason, but it was the preseason. So yeah. we'll and they're going
1: to they're they're need to get something out of CEH or one of these running backs as well.
0: Absolutely, because otherwise they're just going to double cover everything and not even worry about the run game. All right, let's go to the NFC. We'll start in East, and you'll go first.
1: Oh, you know, the Giants are going to try. They're going to be more competitive this year, but they'll still finish fourth. I've got the Commanders at three just because of that defense. I've got the Eagles at two, and I've got the Cowboys winning it.
0: Okay. Um, We are very similar here. I went Commanders four, Giants three, Eagles two, Cowboys one.
1: Okay.
0: And I could see the Cowboys or Commanders or Giants Flip flopping. Well, oh, really, any as well.
1: I think any one of those teams could. It, it wouldn't be a shock if any one of those won the division. To be honest, it, it's not a great division. It,
0: it, it's not. It's not quite as bad as the AFC South, or or possibly the NFC North, which we'll talk about now. Um, I have the Lions finishing fourth, the Bears third, the Vikings two, and the Packers one.
1: Okay, I've got the Bears at four. I've got the Lions at three. I was tempted to put the Lions a little bit higher. I actually like the Lions a little bit, but, you know, I couldn't. I got the Packers at two. And I'll, give me the Vikings at one just because I just uh, – like I know you got A-Ron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, but I just don't know who he's going to throw the ball to. And so give me the Vikings where you've got Jefferson, Cook, and Cousins.
0: I'll be honest. I consider the Vikings at one here. I consider the Lions as high as two. But the fact of the matter is, is Aaron Rodgers has been questioned a lot throughout his career. I know. He is older.
1: Um, they'll win it. They'll be 13 and, th- or 13 and 4, 14 and 3, and win the division. I know.
0: Yeah, and be the two seed and then lose to the seven seed. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, NFC South, I believe you're back up to go first here.
1: Falcons at four because they're not even going to try. I've got the Saints at three uh, in a close battle with the two seed, the Panthers. I, I gave the Panthers the two seed because I think Baker can at least win a few games. And the Bucks should pretty much run away with this division.
0: Oddly enough, we this is the first division where we disagree a lot. Okay. Um, I have the Falcons at four. I have the Panthers at three. In the most surprising pick of the night, I have the Buccaneers finishing oh, second, and I have oh, the New Orleans man. Saints finishing first in this division.
1: Where is my... There. Ooh, oh, yeah. My. That um, is surprising.
0: Uh, I'll be quite honest. This whole Brady debacle makes me nervous in Tampa. He he disappeared for 10 days. Everyone says things are, are fine and that... You know, Brady's a 45-year-old man just dealing with life, as he said.
1: I'm a man. uh, 45.
0: Listen, listen, in about two months, uh, when I can finally play that clip where I'm a man, I'm 40, (laughs) come after me, it's going to be the greatest day ever. But um, in the meantime, I had the Saints win this division. And I understand how much change the Saints went through. I, I completely get it. But if that offense can stay healthy and Kamara plays the whole season, and I know those are both big ifs, but if they do, I don't think that and, they
1: and if Jameis Winston doesn't throw forty-five interceptions, <laughs> yes,
0: but they have a veteran backup nowadays. Um, Andy Dalton is is the backup in New Orleans, right?
1: Okay, so so you think that him sitting on the sideline is going to help the root on the?
0: No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, if Jameis starts starts leading up to 45 interceptions, is on pace for 45 interceptions, they might kick Dalton look.
1: Okay, all right,
0: um, all right. Let's go to the NFC West. I'll I'll go first here. Uh, the Seahawks are four. The rest of this was very difficult. Uh, I put the Cards at three, the 49ers at two, and the Rams at one. And the reason I have the 49ers over the Cards is because I believe Garoppolo will start at least 12 games.
1: Oh, boy. Another hot take, 12 games. Well, we both have the Seahawks at four. I think the Seahawks are going to battle the Falcons for the worst record in the NFC. But – we, we went different here, though. I've got the Niners at three, only because I think the opposite. I think Lance is going to start 12 games. And I don't know if that's going to work out for the Niners or not. And I've got the Rams at two. I'm still high on the cards here, even without Hopkins for the first six games. I think they can still be four and two, and then once they get Hopkins back, as long as Murray can stay healthy. I liked him last year to win the division. Uh, then he got hurt, but uh, they can take out the Rams.
0: I think we both picked him to win the division last year. My uh-huh. concern with the Cardinals is Murray got paid. And Hop is out for six games.
1: And Call of Duty is coming out. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of things yeah. going against him, but <laughs> those, I still like it.
0: Those reports are hilarious because people actually took the time to see what his numbers were <laughs> know, the first month after Call of Duty came out versus when it didn't hilarious to me, if I am the makers of Call of Duty, I am putting out a new Call of Duty game every month this season to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Do we need to take a break, or can we roll no. into the playoffs and Super Bowl predictions?
1: No, let's do the, let's do the predictions. Yeah,
0: I'll let's... be honest. The reason I, I didn't put this all in one is because I didn't know if LTG was going to show up or yeah. Landers.
1: No, we're, so cruising. we're cruising.
0: I, I didn't want to, you know, have Four of us on here talking about crap and
1: we got this. You know,
0: one of us needing to use the restroom. All right. NFL playoff and super bowl predictions. AF skill. Let's,
1: Let's go. What do you
0: got? One, four, five, two, seven, three, six.
1: I'll give it all to you. I'll That's what I wanted. That's why I wanted. Uh, I've got those Orchard Park Buffalo Bills at number one, baby. Yeah, uh, me too. My four five, I've got the Broncos. Versus the Titans. I put the Broncos because, uh, you know, I have them winning the mm-hmm. AFC West, but I think they're all going to beat up on each other. So I don't think, you know, so I put it up at four. Broncos versus Titans, two-seven. I've got the Bengals as the two-seed and the Chargers as the seven. I think they get in there as well. And then the three-seed Colts versus the six-seed Ravens.
0: Interestingly enough, you put in two NFC South teams, a division that, that you didn't like very much. Because uh, I
1: – Think they have good schedules, and they're going to get worse.
0: I put in one AFC East team, my number one seed, the Bills. I put in one NF or AFC South team, the four seed, the Colts. Uh, I have one or two AFC North teams, the two seed, the Bengals, and the six seed, the Ravens. And then I have two AFC West or three AFC West teams: three. The, th- the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. Okay. So I have the Colts versus the Broncos, the Bengals versus the Chiefs, the Chargers versus the Ravens. So I have Chargers or Colts 4, Broncos 5, Bengals 2, Chiefs 7, Chargers 3, Ravens 6. All right. NFC. I have the Rams as the 1 seed, the Packers as the 4 versus the Bucks as the 5. I have the Cowboys as the 2 seed versus the 7 seed Cardinals. And I have the three-seed the Saints versus
1: the six-seed the Niners. All right, so the Eagles don't make it.
0: <clears throat> no, no one likes the Eagles. I was hoping LTG was here
1: for that. but no All right, I've got my one-seed the Bucks, and then I've got my four versus five is the Vikings at the five-seed Rams. Two-seed Cowboys versus seven-seed Eagles. I have them sneaking in to the seven-seed. And then I've got the three-seed the Cardinals versus six-seed Packers.
0: All right. AFC Divisional, what do you got here?
1: So we've got my one versus my four-five. So I've got the Bills, and I'm going to take the Broncos to win that. So we've got the Bills versus the Broncos. And on the other side? On the other side. <laughs> my uh, what uh, two-seven versus three-six. Bengals, and then I've got the Ravens as the sixth seed upsetting. So, Bengals versus the Ravens on the other side.
0: So, oddly enough, if the Ravens won that game, I believe it would actually be Bills-Ravens and then your two. Because I think they do recede like that. I didn't get that in depth here. Yeah, um, I
1: didn't either. So, I don't have any idea. But. All
0: right. So, I have the Bills, the one Bills playing the five Broncos. And then I have the two Seed the Bengals playing the number three seed, the Chargers. So I have pretty much shock here. I have the five beating the four, which the four is from the AFC South, the Colts. I have no faith in the Colts. All right. All right, NFC. I have the one seed, the Rams, playing the Cardinals. So I did reseed here because the cards would be the sixth seed. Um... So the Rams versus the Cardinals, and then I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the five seed, playing against the three seed, the New Orleans Saints.
1: I didn't recede nothing, so whatever. But I've got the Bucks versus the Rams, and then I've got the Cowboys versus the Cardinals.
0: Okay, uh, championship games, AFC. What do you got there?
1: Bills versus the Bengals, baby. Let's go. Let's uh, go.
0: interestingly enough, no matter how we got there, we got to the same game: Bills Bengals. Uh, AFC NFC. I have the Rams
1: versus the Bucks. Ooh, we were close to having it four for four. I've got the Rams versus the Cowboys.
0: Okay. I have the Cowboys being upset by the seven seed Cardinals just saying so you know. I had the Cowboys as a two seed. Um my Super Bowl, Rams versus the Bills. Bills win to redeem themselves for one of their two regular <laughs>
1: season losses. <laughs> yes, for not covering in week one. Okay. I've got a rematch here going way back. Bills versus Cowboys, baby. Let's go in the Super Bowl. Come on. Come on.
0: If the Bills and Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, it's gonna be one heck of a Super Bowl to watch because huh. Brian is of course a
1: Cowboys fan. Yeah, uh, Drew, have, Drew from Dallas, you know, he'll be pumped. I am I'm,
0: I'm a Bills fan. It sounds like the four of us need to get together somewhere.
1: Absolutely.
0: And just Absolutely just hate on each other. And if the Bills, <laughs> the Bills lose to the Cowboys again, uh, it's not going to be good. All right. So, Bills Rams. I like that much more. Bills redeeming themselves with one of their two regular season losses. All right. I think we take a short break here, come back, do off the beaten path, and get out of here.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: Welcome back to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty.
1: Uh, Yeah, here we are. Right back at it. We're going to go a little off the beaten path. I feel like we've probably done this before, but... Whatever, we're episode 67. We'll recycle material. Oh, no worries. Don't worry about that. (laughs) So, we're going to go a little top 10. It's time for sports (laughs) fantasies. Top 10. Sports fantasies. Top 10. All right. We're going to stick with the football theme here. We're going to talk about our top 10 football movies. TV shows, documentaries, whatever. Just football-related cinema. (laughs) But, again, I feel like we've already done this, but let's do it. No, 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 no.
0: What we did is movies. Okay, we, I believe we did shows in another way, but anyways, and we I did address. like
1: uh, characters, like sports yeah, characters, yeah, football we, characters. We and...
0: we, we've done a lot of these. It's fine. <laughs> okay, we yeah, it's fine. And match. Uh, I'll be honest. I put in about as much effort into this as you know <laughs> most people put into the the pacer test in school when we were you know running the mile and like I I took that very seriously. I wanted to finish in the top three and everything. But uh, hey. most people just walk around the soccer field.
1: All right. Uh, 10 through 7 <laughs> after after all that.
0: All right. Uh, my number 10, a little bit of an upset here. Uh, it was a show my parents really liked, especially my father. Uh, Coach. Uh,
1: oh, I like that. I'm not going to lie. I like that. I uh, forgot about I, that. I
0: definitely enjoyed that show quite a bit. And every once in a while, you can still find reruns on it. I will still watch it. Number 9. Any given Sunday, probably a little low on most people's lists. It's a good movie. not my favorite, but it's good enough to to make an appearance on this list. Number eight, Jerry Maguire. Um, Show (laughs) me the money. That's really all I can say about that. Uh, Number seven, Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my all-time favorite movies. Um, Probably put it a little lower than than I, I wanted to but there were some other shows and or movies I could not put lower than First speed blues. So give me a little Johnny Mox and,
1: you know, whipped cream bikinis
0: and that's my mm-hmm. answer. Seven
1: little Vanderbeek uh, You're lucky. You know, I didn't put Jerry Maguire on this list. Uh, and if I had, it would have been number one, but I, I omitted it from. My it
0: shocks me that you did not put it on your list to be quite <laughs> honest.
1: You know, I've used it before as my number one in football. I wanted to take a break from it, but it would be it would be my number one anyway. My number ten, a little bit older, I think a nineteen ninety one film, Necessary Roughness. Don't uh, hate me, it. Give me some Sinbad, loving it. Number nine, uh, I've got these no particular order, so I'm just going to scroll through these. Uh, give me some. I I'll go with Vanderbeek. You talked about it, Varsity Blues. My number eight, Little Giants. I believe Rick Moranis might have starred in this film. What an actor. <laughs> Give me that. I,
0: I almost put that on my list just because <laughs> it, it was like that football movie that introduced us to football movies.
1: I tried to go with some documentaries on this list because we hadn't done that so much before. So my number seven, I'm going the ESPN 30 for 30 on The U about Miami University. Great uh Great documentary there on, on Miami.
0: Yeah, um, I'll be quite honest. I don't watch very many documentaries. And I couldn't remember what you said besides movies and shows. So I stuck in movies and shows. Fair. Uh, six through six four. Through, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, number six. Uh, probably a little too high for most people, but it's the water boy. My, nah. my mama said.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't make my top 50. Like, go ahead. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Uh, Number five, uh, Rudy.
1: Uh, Oh, that's too low, Sorry, Come on. Big
0: Rudy Rudy fan. Listen, my my four through one, uh, I would not move any of them out. Uh, Number four, Longest Yard, either of them. The original, my dad made me fall in love with. The newer one, Adam Sandler made me fall in love with. So Longest Yard at number four.
1: All right. Let's see here, then. My number six, I'm going to go another documentary, The Four Falls of Buffalo. It was depressing to watch. Um, I believe it was another ESPN documentary. It was. It
0: was a 30 for 30 type thing.
1: But it was really well done. It was. I know it sucked, right? You know, it sucked, but it was still good. Okay, my number five, I'm going to go... Ooh, this is tough here. I'm are you sure go... you're
0: on five, or are you guessing?
1: I'm guessing. I'm going to go Ballers, uh, HBO show about football, The Rock. Come on, baby. Let's go. <laughs> My number four is, ooh, where do I go here? I'm going to go Last Chance U, Netflix documentary. Um, very good. I'll you... watch
0: that one. It, it, it's a good, It's a good watch.
1: Few seasons of it there. It was a good, good watch. So, what is your number three, sir? All right,
0: number three. You just mentioned this at number five. I have Ballers.
1: Oh yes, well played. My number three. You talked about it before. My favorite football, uh, no, second favorite football movie. Any given Sunday. Willie Beeman. Al Pacino. Let's go. I knew you know that much much higher
0: than me. My number two, one of my favorite shows of all time, The League. Absolutely love this show. my goodness. How did I forget? It is is my number two. I love love it. I've watched it a couple of times. Uh, We'll probably watch it again before it's all said and done. The League is number two on my list.
1: I've got a... <laughs> and the reason you forgot is because you put three documentaries on your list. <laughs> I've got a bonus. Uh, my number one bonus is the league. <laughs> this is the league. I love that show, Taco. How can you not love Taco? What a great show that was. Oh, yeah, I, for-
0: I, I, I was forgetting his name for a second.
1: <laughs> I forgot all about it. I loved it. My number two, I've got the HBO series Hard Knocks. We've talked about it before. Just a great football I'm pretty sure
0: that show has uh, blurred your vision with the Lions this year. Yes, absolutely, I, Lions I, I, all the way, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, my number one, and it wasn't close, to be quite honest. As much as I like the league, uh, my number one was Remember the Titans.
1: I yeah, do love that.
0: I, it's just a really good watch. It's based on a true story. I know some of it was, you know, Hollywood up. Um, but it was it was a good watch, had a good good message. And um, I remember my son and I watched it for his first time a couple months back on Disney+. Plus, and he actually got emotional a couple times during it because I don't think he realized what life was like back then and how much it's changed. So um, I think it's just a movie that keeps on giving.
1: It's a good movie. My number one, you had it earlier. It was Rudy. Uh, just what an inspirational movie. He comes out. He gets the sack. That's all you need to know. Uh, so are we going to let's do some trades here and then we'll get out of here.
0: I think we have to do some trades because you and I made the biggest trade quite possibly yeah, we got ever some. at the trade deadline. Um, and you waited till the last possible second to accept it because you kept sending me variations of the trade.
1: Yes, but I want to. And we'll, I want to start out with the football trades. Which so, uh i I'm going to start with Combo. I've got him here, if you'd like to know him. Just a couple.
0: Yeah, I, I like to look them up that way. I can see him as you're talking about him. All right, go ahead.
1: Okay, so the first one up, four horsemen gives Doc, uh, Tyler Boyd, David Bell, and Tony Pollard for Jalen Waddell and Ronald Jones.
0: Uh, Obviously, Four Horsemen really likes Waddle. Uh, Ronald Jones is worthless. Bell might be worthless as well. Uh, Boyd and Pollard. uh, Boyd, of course, being the third or fourth option in Cincinnati, doesn't have a ton of value. Pollard needs either a 50-50 split or close two with Zeke or a Zeke injury. So, uh, at the end of the day, I probably like this a little bit for Four Horsemen. He got the best player with probably the most dynasty value, in my opinion.
1: I love Waddle, so I, I love this four four horse. Now I do like Pollard this year. Uh I think he is gonna have a good year, but Waddle could end up being a top five Dynasty wide mm-hmm. receiver when it's all said and done. So all right, next up, I gave uh Doc uh Adian, Joe Burrow, Alec Pierce, and a twenty twenty four first for Javante Williams. And your Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Herbert.
0: Uh, I didn't have too much of an issue with this. Uh, I was a little surprised. You're a little higher on Adrian than me. Maybe not after this trade. Uh, and I'm a little lower on Williams than most people. Uh, but you did get the best player in Herbert. I don't think the draft pick matters much. It's probably closer to a second than a first, knowing how you, how you play. Pierce isn't a huge get either way. So, really, the way I look at this is Adrian and Burrow for Williams and Herbert. Um, Williams could outperform Madian, and I think Herbert's going to be the offensive player of the year, only trailing Josh Allen.
1: This was just me wanting to have at least one share of Javante Williams and Justin Herbert, so it was pretty even probably. I may have even lost it in the long run, but I'm okay with that. Next up, I gave Ice Dragons, Jalen Hurts, Sterling Shepard, and our boy Najee Harris for Kenneth Walker, Jalen Tolbert, Deshaun Watson – Ramonde Stevenson and a twenty twenty three first.
0: Um so here's how I viewed this trade. It was pretty even. If Walker turns into anything, I think you win the deal. If Walker struggles, which he's already injured, gonna miss time from the sounds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I again this is his rookie year, the first couple of games, it's not a huge deal. But if uh, that becomes a trend like most Seattle running backs, uh, I believe he probably wins. And, and not so much that you needed Hurts, but Hurts could make him a contender because if Hurts does as well as you think he's going to be in the top six, seven dynasty quarterback, it's going to make Ice Dragons better.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is really... Uh, look, I like Najee a lot. Uh, uh, Tolbert and Shepard could be free agents a couple weeks into the season. Um, I have Herbert, as we saw from the Mm -hmm. the previous trade, so Hertz was going to be my backup quarterback, and that's fine, so I don't mind having Deshaun Watson if I need him later in the season. I'm buying in a little bit of the Kool-Aid on Ramonde Ramonde Stevenson. Uh, Really, it came down to, I was going to say, I needed cap. This saved me over $50 in cap, and I get a 2023 first that I think is a top-five pick for my Dragons. so, I'm hoping that that top five pick I can help replace Najee maybe with that draft class next year. No,
0: I mean, it, it, I understand the move all around. Um, I think there's potential where he to lose this deal. But again, yeah, we won't is. know until after the draft. And does Watson come back and perform like Watson of old? Because if he does, you could turn him into another first round pick. All
1: right. Sports Fantasies League Miller gives. Silence of the Lambs, Sky Moore, and Melvin Gordon for a 2024 first. I like the deal for you because it's going to be a top draft pick in 2024, although I was very surprised because I know your feelings on Sky Moore and Melvin Gordon, for that matter. This,
0: this trade killed me. It was strictly for cap. I needed to get cap yeah. makers um, and uh, one of my receivers off of, the IR because neither of them are hurt and I need a cat to do so. And I'm hoping the 2024 first turns into a top three pick, which after a couple of the trades Nelson made, I believe it, that it's looking <laughs> like it should be a top three pick.
1: It should. Yes. Yes. Because then, all right, next up, uh silence gives villain Zeke and Kenny Galladay for Landry Everybody's favorite forty seven dollar running back Miles Sanders, uh Tyquan Thornton and Isaiah Spiller.
0: Yeah, um this was a cap dump for him, and he didn't really dump cap. So <laughs> Yes. Um yeah, uh, good move by villain, and I think you have to say that twice in a very short amount of time. So
1: next up <laughs> Okay. I, was eating pepperoni. I didn't have any time to finish. Um <laughs> Silence is at it again. He gives Smuts, uh, and really, this is the most peculiar tra- peculiar trade I've ever seen. He gives Smuts, Melvin Gordon, Lazard, and a 2024 20, second for Niners backup running back Jeff Wilson. Uh, let me tell you something here. Uh, look, Lazard, okay, you know, he doesn't have any value. That's fine. Gordon, you know, he still has a little value. I know he's a 29-year-old running back. But a second as well for Jeff Wilson, I didn't follow this at all.
0: Which is probably closer to a first, but I disagree that Lazard has no value because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a favorite receiver right now, and Lazard could become that guy. Okay. I'm not saying he's going to go out and average 20 points a game, but even if he averages 10 points a game, like you gave up a ten point game, a game guy. Gordon's probably going to be eight to ten. You gave up a second, which is looking more like a first because your team's going to be terrible for a guy that's going to average about six points a game.
1: For a guy that's not going to play. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> for a guy this that was... at, at max averages six points a game. I mean, he might have a couple of games where he scores ten, twelve because maybe Mitchell's hurt or whatever. He's a free agent
1: in most leagues.
0: He is, and Spots actually made the comment he was going to go pick him up in all the other leagues and try to trade him to Nelson.
1: I just, I don't, I'm, I, because, look, I get it if it's a cap dump, but I mean, Gordon wasn't that expensive.
0: Eight dollars.
1: You know, so he's not save. I, I just anyway. Yeah, no,
0: it's 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 a head scratcher. It's Nelson being Nelson. Uh, what what's the last one?
1: Last one, Blades gives Villain Delvin Cook and Tyreek Hill for DK Metcalf and Alvin Kamara.
0: You and I talked about this trade quite a bit off air. I like it for Villain. Uh, Not that I hate hate it for Blades. I think it's a pretty even trade, to be quite honest. But Metcalf having Geno Smith is even worse than Tariq having Tua because Tariq can run eight yards catch a pass from two, and then run 90, you know, the other 92 yards on his own. Um, not that DK can't do that, but Geno Smith hasn't proven he can throw the ball eight yards, at, you know, one time. So, yeah, I think over- then as far as Kamara and Cook, I like Cook a lot more than Kamara. I know Cook has had some injuries, but we don't know what's going to happen with Kamara if he's going to be suspended.
1: Yeah, I like it. A- or I think it's a little more even than you do um but I still like it a little bit for villain just because I do like Cook like you said more than Kamara because he it doesn't look like he's going to be suspended this year but it doesn't mean he's not going to be suspended next year and he'll be 28 you know this season Cook will be is 26 now so he's getting up there too uh Metcalf I just give a little edge because he's you know 25 years old but You know, who's throwing the ball to him? Geno Smith or Drew Locke? You know, so, but they'll probably go and get a quarterback this next year. But Hill will be the better play this year. I I just look, Blades made the championship game this past season, right? He won. Uh, He he won won it. it. And so to me, Cook and Hill are definitely going to get you more points this year than Metcalf and Kamara. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, so I I, I don't love it if for a win now team.
0: I I, I said, I said this in our group chat. You and I discussed it. I said that I like it for villain a lot. And even after looking at it more and more and dissecting it, the reason I think I like it for villain is because this isn't a trade villain typically makes. This is a win-now move for villain. Villain typically makes trades that make you scratch your head. And in my opinion, this makes me scratch my head more for blades than it does villain. So in that regard, I think I like it for villain a little more. And I'd give the edge to villain. Could it work for Blades? Absolutely. If if Kamara never gets suspended and then DK is still DK, even with Geno Smith playing quarterback, yeah, it's a great trade for Blades. You know, he got younger, he saved a little bit of money, and that's that.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Villain, moving on into combo baseball, I gave Villain, right at the trade deadline, Walker Buehler, who's out until 2023, or 2024, actually, uh, Sixto Sanchez And a 2024 first For Taiwan Walker Clevenger And Braves catcher D.H. Willie Contreras
0: I hated this deal uh, And here's why I was trying to get Walker from Billen. Uh We had a deal in place He said wait uh, Walker might be involved in another deal And sure enough he took <laughs> your deal uh, Now he wanted For me he wanted basically a first for Walker After them two twos for Walker um, so I understand why he took your deal. I'm not saying my deal was better, but it upset me because I was trying to get Walker to help me. I mean, my team's not that great in this league, but I very well could sneak into the playoffs being that the team, the only team that can catch me is Sug, And I don't know who holds head to head. I know he beat me recently, but I think I beat him earlier in the season. Um, but he plays Clearwater next year, Who is or next week, who has lost one game this year. So uh, I like my chances to still backdoor my way into the playoffs. Um, so uh, Taiwan Walker would have been nice for me, and you stole him. I, I like the deal. I understand why why villain did it. I thought it was a fair deal. Um, Long term, it probably actually works out for him. Short term, it works out for you. It was it was a good deal on both sides.
1: Yeah, six toes starting to worry me. Uh, I'm a six 0 fan, but. Uh, uh, me as just, well,
0: but other people like him a lot more than I do. I, uh, Nelson,
1: and uh, Every time he's uh, getting ready to do something, he hurts something else. So, uh, you know, uh, Villain should win it in the long run, but I'm a win now team. And so, all right. Uh, that was the only one we had in the combo. So hung jury. And of course, our trade deadline uh, just passed, you know, for our baseball yeah, league. It was, so uh, we. Uh,
0: six days ago.
1: We had a good flurry of deals in our hung jury league. Uh, Suga gives Cohen Ashcraft. I, I don't know who that is. He's a Cincinnati pitcher. Yeah, He's a young guy. Tyler O'Neal and O'Neal Cruz for Nathaniel Lowe and Eloy Jimenez.
0: I'll be honest, I thought this was a pretty fair trade. Most of Suga's trades are fair. Uh, I actually might long-term like this a little more for Uncle Cohen. Um but it's Uncle Cohen, so he'll screw it up. So uh, I understand why Suda made the deal.
1: Yeah, I like it a little bit for Cohen, to be honest. I Just because I'm not a – I like
0: the two O'Neills a lot here, whether it's yeah, I, last name or O'Neils' I, first name. I like, them, I like them a lot more than what he
1: came up. I feel like Eloy, uh, we're still going off his potential from four years ago that he's never lived up to. I mean, he seems to be a 3-6 guy that is always hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's what he's been so far. So so give me the upside on Tyler and O'Neal, uh Cruz. Next up, I give Clearwater, Michael Bush, again, Walker Bueller, Ben Intendi, Ross Stripling, and Corey Seeger for Scar, CJ Abrams, Lance Lynn, and Corey Kluber. I
0: thought this, this deal was fine. Um, probably helps you a little more this year. Him having Walker next year scares me because his team's always good. Well, Walker's not uh, going to play
1: next year. I mean, he, I,
0: he will though. He'll end up coming back for the playoffs next year. Is what's going to happen?
1: I don't think I, so. But all right,
0: that's what I see happening Cause it's it's not like he's twenty two and like he's a prized arm at this point. He's in his what mid to late twenties, if if he recovers from the TJ surgery, he's going to be ready to go about this time next year. He's probably going to be ready for that playoff run for fantasy.
1: It's possible. Uh, But again, I've heard he's out till 2024.
0: I've heard that as well, but it's just the way I see it.
1: Yeah. This is just about me getting a couple of pitchers to maybe try and um, help me win the league. Cause I, I need a little more pitching. Next up, Shiva gives Cohen Correa for Tyler O'Neill.
0: Cohen's an idiot. Next trade.
1: Okay. Next up, uh, Ice gives Suga Michael Waka for Kyle Hendricks and Diamondbacks pitcher Tommy Henry.
0: Henry, who went four and he gave up 12 runs yesterday. Um, <laughs> he's Tommy Henry. Uh,
1: owning about 2% uh, of uh, leagues.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think this trade means not a lot.
1: It doesn't, but Suga, props to him for getting a 14-point-per-game pitcher for nothing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. I mean, it's
0: Michael Walker, though, next year I'll average six.
1: And then the big one I gave you, B-Low, uh, don't call me Justin Bieber, C.J. Abrams, and our boy Oscar Colas for a Rosarina, uh, Rockies prospect Tovar, Ian Anderson, greatest pitcher of all time, And Nestor Cortez.
0: Yeah, Ian Anderson, the soon-to-be reliever, I'm pretty sure is what you call (laughs) him. So, for me, obviously, Lowe was healthy when we made this deal. Uh, He got hurt right after, which, whatever, he's supposed to come back. We'll see. Um, I made this deal because I wanted Beaver and Abrams and Colas. Lowe is a middle infielder, so he'll probably have value if he's healthy ever but uh, Rosa Rainer hurt a little bit to give up. Anderson hurt a lot. Um, getting Bieber didn't make me care about losing Cortez or
1: Toler. Yeah, I'm just hoping that uh, Anderson makes it back to the rotation this year. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Cortez can still finish within two or three points per game of Bieber, hopefully. Uh, I like eras, uh, You know, we both like him a lot. He is what he is. He's a 3-8. Yeah, with a ceiling of four one, but you know what you're going to get out of him for a buck. Um, and the more I looked at Tovar, you you sent me Tovar in multiple deals.
0: I have sent everyone Tovar in multiple deals, and most people don't do the research and like you know, or I do. So the
1: more I looked at him, he does have value. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do like the upside of, of Tovar, so I I went with it. I, I like Colas more, but. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll see how it plays out in the long run. It's really going to come down to whether or not Ian Anderson gets back into the into the rotation. To be honest,
0: Hobart's value is a little higher because he plays in Colorado, which most people don't do right. that research and understand that. But being a shortstop playing in Colorado, he does have value.
1: And Cortez is not nearly as sure thing as Bieber. So again, we'll just we'll see how it plays out. I, yeah, I think I mean, B-Lo will get back up to where he always is for four points per game at some point. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I look this at Bilo, if he's 3-8 to 4. Bieber's a stud pitcher, so I gave up Rose who is also 3-8 to 4. Um, Anderson could be a stud pitcher, but he could be a reliever, as you said. Um, Cortez has done this for one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does play for the Yankees, though, so he's going to have opportunities. Uh, what this deal came down to for me is I wanted Abrams included, and our back and forth you kept taking Abrams out. And even though Abrams is at 1 9 right now and in the majors, so he has to be in your lineup or on the bench, and now he's in my lineup because Lowe is out, um, I still, if he wasn't included, I wasn't going to do this deal. Um, and Colas, he lost a little bit of value now that he's not going to pitch, but I. I still like his upside as a hitter, even though he is 24 years old. That's it. That's it. That's all. Uh, any uh, nostalgic stories tonight?
1: No, I don't think so. We've got a draft tomorrow. What are, What are we doing for that?
0: Uh, we'll We'll jump on here. We might. I mean, we might get 10 minutes of uh, you know worth of airtime. Um, it will be interesting. It's a ten-team lead. It's
1: a okay, ten-team. It's a super flex, right? Or, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's two QB. Okay. Um, which is how I got the replacement for Blades. Um, it, it's a lot of your typical guys that we have playing with us. It's it's uh, Suga, Smuts, um, villain, villain, me, you. Um,
1: who goes for the most? Is it Allen?
0: It's Josh Allen, and I will get him.
1: Well, you rushed. said that you said that last time we had one of these drafts, and you didn't get him.
0: Uh, I have him now. I
1: I get that you have him now, and
0: and, and and he didn't go for the most either because Derrick Henry went for one hundred and one. Allen went
1: for <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> um.
0: So, uh, my son is also in this league, which is which is interesting. It's a little bit of a twist for me. Um. So We'll see Alright Nelson Who is everyone's favorite player Um, Although he, he has proven That he can draft a football team So
1: Yeah I'm going to go I'm going to go hard for quarterbacks Maybe let's go Superflux uh,
0: I uh, <laughs> I obviously want Allen And uh, I have another quarterback that I want uh Pretty bad uh, it's, not all, who, it, it, it's, it's not who you're thinking, so it's
1: fine. You'll outbid me on Allen for sure, but I'm I'm looking for those value guys again.
0: Um, I I know my son's top target too, which is a guy that you you tend to like.
1: Ooh, I like it. It's a quarterback
0: too. His top quarterback.
1: I'll be coming after him then.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. You know who else I'm going to go after, Hart, right?
1: I don't know. JT, baby. That's okay. I might
0: I might, I might, might spend all my cap on Allen and JT and fill the rest I'm of my dollar guys.
1: I'm going after JC, James Cook, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, uh,
0: so it's funny because if we had more time to prepare for this instead of, you know, in 10 minutes like we did, I was going to do like – uh, rookie of the year, and then long-shot rookie of the year. And James Cook would have been my offensive long-shot rookie of the year. Um, yeah. I think he needs a lot of things to go right for him to, to, to get that opportunity, but I could see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if he can, if he can provide any protection on third down, I could see him becoming – a very valuable asset because Alan has no problem dumping it down to a running back.
1: Yeah. Look, all I'm interested in tomorrow is CD lamb. I just, I just ordered my second CD lamb t-shirt. So, uh, I need all the CD I can get.
0: I'll tell you what, you don't drive up Alan. I won't drive up CD lamb.
1: Well, I'm driving up Alan. So, so you can drive up CD. I, I, it doesn't matter if I don't drive up. <laughs> Allen, somebody like again, if you got Bills fans in this league. Like somebody's going to drive up Allen.
0: Uh, I think the Bills fans are. Oh, Bryant is also in the league, so he's a Cowboys fan. But he he just changed his his name in one league to J. A. Seventeen Yeah, he, yeah, he did. So uh that's all I need to know about him. So I could see him bending up Allen quite well too. Although he's a huge Herbert fan too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, of course, it, it's it's a draft. Not only is it a draft, it is the EROC Memorial Draft. Um, yeah. you, you and I talked, and we we thought that that was uh, a necessary league to do. Uh, I, I kept the price down a little bit only because, I'll be quite honest, between you and I and everyone that listens to this show, so me, you, and LTG, um, I am paying for not only my team but my son's team. It is a, a an early Christmas gift to him because he wanted to play a dynasty league, and his mother would not pay that bill. <laughs> so I, all right. I, I I made the league at a number where I could pay for my team and his, and still be about around the same as a normal league. So, very nice. And if my stepson wasn't working, he would have been in the league too although I would not have paid for his team because he has a job. But um, because of that, he wasn't willing to try to get the the evening off to do the draft to replace Blades because he was like, well, if I'm paying for it, then I have to make sure I do well. Otherwise I'm out $60.
1: Right.
0: He's like, if you're paying for it, sure. I'll take the night. I'll try to get the night off. I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm not paying for you.
1: (laughs) Merry Christmas. Alright
0: So there we are uh, The let's E-Rock Memorial Draft uh, Comes up, it is 2am Which is the time I said I wanted to be out of here Yeah, let's so, get out of here It's been fun, I'm sure we'll do this again Tomorrow, we will talk Turning um, parts uh, When Josh Allen is up There will be no words So
1: Love it, we'll see you tomorrow
0: Alright, sounds good, later brother Thank you for listening to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. And be sure to catch future shows wherever you stream. Oh, bye bye now.